It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Welcome to The Rendezvous. We're going to talk love. We're going to talk relationship. But I want to ask you a question that has nothing to do with either one. Do you remember your dreams? Right? Because lately, I don't know if it's because I'm home so much, but I remember my dream almost every single night. So I was wondering, you know, uh, what to do with it. And my therapist said to me, write them in a dream book. Because every time you dream, your subconscious gives you a gift. It's like a story, a, a little movie. So I've been doing this, and I write my dreams every morning when I wake up because I remember them. So I wanted to know if you feel the same and if you've been experiencing the same kind of dreamy nights that I've had. Uh, back to you and your relationship questions. 855-905-8255. The lines of the rendezvous are open for you. Any questions about your relationship? 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Antonella. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Antonella. So, how can I help you tonight? What's going on? I just need some advice. I, I don't know really what to do, and we're kind of all in limbo right now, so it's hard to even sure. look forward and make a decision anyway. Mm -hmm, true. But um, I basically, I live in New York City, but once this all happened, I flew to California to be closer to family. I got out of there in time to just get home and be away from the craziness of it all. And I've been seeing a guy here, and I've, I've known him my whole life. And unfortunately, but fortunately, we're falling in love, and I just don't know what to do. I don't know if I should move back or if we should do long distance or if I should just cut it off. So the hesitation, why hesitate? What is it that makes you not be sure? I'm just not sure if it's worth putting my time and effort because of all the heartbreaks I've been through. And my life is in New York. I could very well mm -hmm. have a life in California, but I'm just hesitant because something could go wrong and then I'll have uprooted my life and... Totally. All those thoughts are your intuition telling you not to uh, involve yourself in that story. Because if you have all those doubts and it's not clear for you that the universe wants you to change to where you live and move in for this guy, I say follow your intuition, girl. Don't betray yourself. Go back to New York and continue your mm -hmm. life. Because every time in life you have those hesitations, it's your intuition giving you flags to not make a mistake, okay? Oh. That's all I needed to hear, Simon. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're most welcome. Next time, you know, remember, in case of doubt, if you can't call me, reach out to your intuition. You'll know what to do. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Anytime, Antonella. Good luck to you and be safe. You too. Coming up, I want to answer a question I received on a Facebook message at The Rendezvous Show from Amber, who has a key question about a boy she likes, and she's not sure what to do. So I'm going to try to help her next. So if you're listening to The Rendezvous tonight, and suddenly you have a question, but tomorrow maybe, or anytime, 24-7, the lines are open, and you can leave a voicemail, but you can also send me a Facebook message at The Rendezvous Show, just like Amber did. And here is a question. She goes, Simon, I really like someone but I haven't seen him since he was four years old. Wow. Now he's 24, I'm 26. The bad thing is, he doesn't remember me. So should I tell him I like him, or would that make me sound weird? 
Uh, that's a good question. He doesn't remember you from you guys being little, and you wonder, should I tell him I like you first? I am going to tell you my advice next. Question for you. Say you've met somebody when you were very little, like kids, like four, six, seven, just like Amber did with that boy. And then now you're 26 and he's 24 and you like him, but he doesn't remember, you know, you guys, you know, meeting when you were so little. And then you also wonder, should I, should I tell him I like him or would that sound weird? So here's my advice, Amber. Get to know him as an adult. Don't tell him you like him now. Just get to know him. Uh, spend time with him. Get the vibe. You know, before you go, you know, you go big or go home, my advice is to go step by step and just get to know who he is and for him to get to know who you are. Because the fact that, you know, you thought, you know, when he was four and you were six, that he was cute is irrelevant today. Now it's two adults and I would like you guys to get to know each other and I don't want you to uh, say you like him right away. You have time for that. Just get to know him. And then you can really decide if you like him as an adult or not. I hope that helps. Thanks for the Facebook message. And your calls and your questions are next. A question for me? 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Brie. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Brie. So uh, what's going on between you and your husband these days? How can I help you? Well, thank you. Um, I have, in order to sort of stay sane, I've been throwing myself into sort of a spiritual practice. I'm meditating, doing yoga, um, taking some spiritual classes, and just really feeling very centered um, uh, in, in spite of everything happening. Um, the problem I'm having is that my husband, he is sort of sinking himself into a lot of political debate, and um, I'm just sort of getting this sort of tense and angry vibe from him, and it's really just sort of taking a toll as I try to stay sane and centered. Mm -hmm. um, before uh, all that uh, madness, uh, yeah. was he like that too? Or that new behavior of watching uh, very upsetting uh, political videos or rants, is that just um, because of what's going on? Yeah, it's sort of been a thing, but he kept it to himself. And um, we sort of um, were able to coexist very peacefully. And now, just because more than ever, I feel the need to really keep my head in a good place. And he sort of ramped up the intensity. Okay. So here's my take. Um, I mean, right now, all of us uh, at home, we all have different mechanisms to cope with the anxiety of, yeah. you know, everything around us. So some of us will, for instance, eat less. Some of us will eat more. Some of mm -hmm. us will, like you, do yoga and try to find serenity uh, in peace. Some of us will just express our anger and frustration through those videos. Some of us yeah. will drink a lot. Some of us will smoke marijuana. Some of us will do, you know, work out like crazy. The point mm -hmm. is that we have to tolerate during the time each of our differences because I think it's so personal the way we have been absorbing the anxiety, the bad news, the difficulties that as a couple, even as friends, as best friends, uh, we have to kind of look at each other and say, okay, that's his thing. Mm -hmm. I'm going to stay away from it. That's my thing. I'm not going to criticize him because that's the way he does it. And I've had other examples where, like, really, it was the drinking and other things. And I always say, right now, let's not criticize each other. Let's not mm -hmm. vent at each other. You know, let's kind of respect all our differences because we're all suffering and um, we do what we can. So my advice, Brie, is to kind of mentally separate yourself from his universe when he does that. Mm -hmm. 
go in a different mm -hmm. room and understand this is not against you, it's against the situation. Wow, very well said, Simon. Thank you. You're most welcome. Thank you for calling Bree and have a good night. You too. Be well. Now that we just heard Bree talk about the difficulties of living together, let me tell you, as a single man living alone in the Midwest with my teddy bear, how is life for a single man in quarantine? That's coming up next. Interestingly enough, you know, um, I take a lot of calls, as you know, from you. Uh, a lot of people are in a relationship, living together, or, you know, or even if they live separately, it's a lot of challenges these uh, times. Uh, now, here's the thing. I am single. I've been in my house for, like everybody else, two months and, and counting, uh, with my teddy bear, Mr. Lewis, that, and you can check him out at therendezvousshow.com. A good little fellow, always facing me at night when I do the show. And how is life when you're single by yourself, can't date, but have the serenity of not have to deal with anybody, right? So it's been pretty good, I must say. Overall, the last two and a half months have been pretty peaceful. I'm lucky to have my job. I'm looking to talk to you every night. But I found this time to be very serene and a time of gratitude. Now, let me ask you this difficult question. Would you rather be alone, single at your house, or would you rather leave with somebody for that difficult quarantine period? That is coming up next. Whether you are single now or in a relationship, married or partnership, whatever, question for you. Up to you, would you rather spend a quarantine alone, like me, single and alone, or would you rather spend it with your mate, your partner? Now that you've been through it, what would be the answer? And actually, I'm going to post that question on my social media at Rendezvous Radio and also on the main website, therendezvousshow.com, for you to answer. If you had to do another quarantine, would you rather do it alone and single or with your partner? Go vote. I really, I'm interested. And I say this as a single man living alone for the last couple of months. <laughs> it's very peaceful, but it's also boring. So... I would open the wonderful opportunity, if there is ever another one, to spend the quarantine with a lovely woman partner. But I'm not complaining. I spend my quarantine with my teddy bear. <laughs> Life is good. No complaints. Uh, you calls and your questions are next. If you want to share a chapter of your love life with me on the rendezvous, call 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Barbie. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Barbie. So I understand you had to cancel the big wedding ceremony because of what's going on. So explain to me what are you guys going to do now? Yeah, so I was, you know, heartbroken finding out about basically that it would be impossible to have our wedding on the date we'd chosen with everything we'd planned. But my fiancé actually organized something and it kind of surprised me with it. We're actually going to have to, like a small ceremony with just like immediate family on our actual wedding date and we'll live stream it for everyone that was invited. Oh, that is sweet. Yeah. I mean, cause this was, I mean, obviously, you know, we, we've been planning this wedding for about a year and I know, but all this work in him was so excited and I was just devastated. And he actually came up with this idea all on his own and put it together and, 
it won't be exactly the same, but I mean, it's it's something. I'm really happy that we're going to be able to, you know, do something on our actual wedding date. Oh, for sure. But um, is the plan to do this and then whenever we resume, whenever that normal life of ours, you're going to go like go big and have a great celebration? Is that like it's like step one, step two? Pretty much, yeah. So we're thinking probably, you know, on our one year anniversary or thereabout, try and do um you know, use the original wedding plans um, and reschedule that. So, yeah, we'll have the small ceremony in um, it's about a month and a half now and then try and do the big thing, like basically a big anniversary party. Oh, I see. Well, listen, um, I know, I mean, you know, I'm sure you were prepared with the dress. So, uh, by the way, you're going to wear your dress or uh, you're going to what? So are you going to wait for the, the next year? How, how, you, how are you going to plan the dress thing? I think I'm going to go ahead and wear the dress. Because I have been working out and dieting and everything to be able to fit into this dress. <laughs> I'm wearing it. I'm wearing the dress. And then, you know, maybe I'll get another one for in a year. Maybe I'll wear the same one. I'm not sure. Um, Good for you. Good for yeah. you. You've got to live in the moment. I agree. We can't exactly. let anything stop the love, stop the union, stop saying I do. You know, it's not as big maybe, but what matters is in our heart. And I love the commitment and I love the fact that you guys are going with it. So thank you so much for sharing. Congratulations to both of you. Thank you. Thanks. All right. Enjoy. Be safe out there and stay healthy, okay? Yeah, thanks so much. Coming up, I'm going to go help Mario who sent me an email because his girlfriend is kind of out of control financially. And you'll understand when I read the email. So that email is next. So I received this very interesting um, email at therendezvousshow.com from Mario about his girlfriend because he goes, she will not stop buying crystals. And, you know, it started as a fun hobby for her during the beginning of this pandemic, but now it's becoming an obsession of hers. She has spent over $600 on crystals since we've been in quarantine because his girlfriend swears it's clearing all the negative energy and bringing good vibes and Mario try to stop her and she is saying that she's buying all the crystals for both of them. What should I do, ask Mario? Well, that's a good question. What should you do if your partner is out of control financially? I'm going to give you my advice next. What would you do if your partner starts spending a lot of money on crystals during the quarantine? Just like in the case of Mario who sent me that email, his girlfriend won't stop buying crystals. You know, to get rid of the bad energy, to bring some good vibes, because, you know, I like crystals. I have a few stone myself. But she's spending lately $600 on it and more. And he goes, what can I tell her to stop? Well, here's what you say. Good vibes are not for sale. Good energy is not for sale. The universe is not for sale. You can't buy it. So one crystal is enough. And... Maybe she's trying to express that something she's missing. So I think what she's expressing buying all those crystals, she's missing from you, Mario, something. I don't know what, but I feel she's compensating with the crystal something she's not getting from you or from life. Talk about it with her. See what's going on, okay? A good dialogue. It will get better. Thanks for the email. You call the next. If you have a question for me, call the rendezvous, 855 905 8255. Bonjour, Shelley. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? Good, good. Thank you. How can I help you? What's going on between you and your boyfriend? Well, I, I've been living with my boyfriend for four years now. And 
teacher, and now um, I've been teaching virtually, so I am working uh-huh. from home, but my boyfriend's son is also home, and he used to stay with his grandmother on days that, um, like, after school, would sleep over. His mom's not involved at all in the picture. And now I feel, I feel as if, like, I've stepped into this role unofficially, doing homework with him and uh, taking care of him and disciplining him. And, and it seems like, you know, a lot of work, especially that I'm not married. And um, this isn't my child. So my question is, like, should I be expected to do all this because I live here? <laughs> so before I answer, what do you think? Okay, well, I think I shouldn't. That's why I have that question. I feel that it's a little much and uh-huh. he's not an easy child to deal with. So okay. I'm like, why do I need to deal with this on top of working from home? I can see you've had enough. Uh, I understand. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you this. Then why? Why would you have to put up with this? What makes you stay there? What makes you accept all of this? What is in for you? Well, I do really love my boyfriend. Um, okay. It's like a, di- a totally different vibe when the child isn't in the picture, like he's at his grandparents' house and we get a little bit of a break from him. I, I do have get you- something out of it, but I feel like this is overwhelming for me at this point. I, and I, I you know, his parents say, oh, well, this is part of the package deal. She knew you had a son when she started dating you. But I feel like this is excessive. Okay. I understand. Have you talked about that with him? Uh, I, I have. And, you know, he's like, oh, do you want to get married? I mean, to me, it's like, oh, so that officiates the fact that if we do get married, that it reinforces now this I have stepped into this role officially. So I see there's a lot of resentment for the situation on your behalf, I understand. I think, honestly, you have to put on a piece of paper, on a notebook, all the things you get from this relationship, all the things that, you know, you are frustrated with, and then you have to decide, looking at it, if it's worth, you know, staying, and then you have to address this with your boyfriend, and then try to find a compromise, if possible. Yeah, I I think you're right. That's a very good idea. Thank you. All right, Shelly. Well, thank you so much for calling. Good luck to you. And a compromise is always the fair and healthy solution. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a good night. You too. Let's finish the show with an important question. What is more important to you in a relationship? Feeling loved or feeling respected? Let's talk about that next. What is more important to you in a relationship? Feeling loved or feeling respected, feeling loved or feeling respected. So I wanted to know what you thought, and I posted that question on my social media at Ronib Radio. Here are the results of your votes, actually, and thank you for voting massively. Only 28% said, more important to me in a relationship is to feel loved. Only 28%. And 72% of you said, feeling respected. It kind of breaks my heart because... I mean, if you don't feel love, what's the point? Respect with no love, what do you have? A work relationship, I guess. Anyway, I'm a hopeless romantic, so I'm, I vote for feeling loved. But I respect your opinions. Thank you so much for voting on my social media, at Rendezvous Radio. Thank you very much for listening to the show. Bonsoir et bonne nuit. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.